0: Do you want to start your wrap-up with a wine?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. We'll just talk about the wine that I just had to deal with. Go for it. So we got married, and David basically made my wedding band all from scratch. He commissioned it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, We came back from Disney. I was back maybe three days from being at Disney. And the top part of my ring, the halo part of my ring, Mm -hmm. somehow disconnected like
0: completely toppled off
1: toppled off my actual band set we took it into the jeweler the jeweler said what we'll do is we'll recast the top of the ring and resolder it on and we'll add more supports to it because it's just it was just on one little column that all that weight was supported on it was a something was bound to happen with it um and, of course, they made me Which, feel guilty. pause real quick,
0: because this is after they lost your ring the week before the wedding. Two weeks before
1: Two weeks, still. Yeah. Let's just remember that they <laughs> lost your ring. Yeah. So, not only did they lose my ring, had to express order it back to the shop. Um, I only have my ring for maybe four weeks at most. Tops, at, if tops, that. Tops, if that. And the thing breaks in two. Like, I have photos I can put on. Oh, we will. On the website. and We can show we it will. off. Like, it's literally like two pieces. Um, they said, okay, it's going to take four weeks for us to to get it all done and do it correctly. I was like, okay, fine. They're like, you should hear back from us around November 1st. Well, lovely viewers. I, We're recording this in like the second week of, of November. November. And I hadn't heard anything. So I called the shop and she's like, well, we got it in. And I'm looking at it right now. Hang on just a moment. And I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting, 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 waiting. She comes back on the line and pretty much says it's the the welding that was done is subpar is subpar to the point where it looks warped. My bands looked warp, and they don't want to give me a a half-finished product, is what she said. Which is funny, because the welding shop had no issue sending it back to the store. I know. So, what she wanted, she asked me very nicely if she could wait until the head jeweler comes back from lunch, looks at the ring, sees what needs to be done. Either they'll, they're going to have to send it back regardless. Yeah. But now it's a question of... Do we just need to re-solder it again and solder it correctly or do we need to cast a whole new ring? Which means not only am I a month, have been now a month without my wedding bands, I will now probably most likely have to go another month or more without them.
0: Well, like I said, we'll post
1: pictures, but her
0: engagement ring was soldered into her wedding set. Mm-hmm. So she has nothing on her finger. And I get it. At the end of the day, it's just a piece of jewelry. It's not like you're not married because of that piece of jewelry. Right. But it That is, symbolizes
1: something. And it's it was a big port.
0: It was my big and, thing. And it's beautiful. And you guys put a lot of time, effort, and money into that.
1: Yeah. And the. Yeah. No. And we have a gentleman there that we've worked with on countless times. And I know it's no fault of him. I mean, that's beyond his control if the. The person that's physically, like, making the ring does a crappy job. But they're still a part of this company. Mm-hmm. You're only
0: as strong as your weakest link. And if your weakest links are your welders that are supposed to make
1: the product you're selling, you have a huge problem. Especially when it's a one-of-a-kind ring. Like, this yeah. ring will never see an equal. No. They they physically got together,
0: made all of this. Weren't the gems from, your like, a family thing there, for you? All the gems
1: are family heirlooms. So... So no, and this was my one big thing. This was the one thing. You know, every girl has the one thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the most likely. It's the dress. Well, for me, I could have worn a paper sack and not given a crap. It, it was, was her this ring, ring that mm-hmm. I wanted more than anything, and to not have it, it just eats me up on the inside. And it's not one of the. And I know my fiance my fian- my husband <laughs> is um pretty livid, too, about <laughs> about this. So... Yeah. At least it's all under warranty. I've had it now confirmed with me on multiple occasions that this is all under warranty and that we will not have to pay anything for it. So, But, I mean, it's still very frustrating. Yeah. No, I'm... Viewers, I had to take a minute and just, like, compose myself before I got on here because it was one of those, I didn't know if I was going to cry, scream, or break something. And all and of I, the above. And <laughs> I might have done all of the above because it's just... Yeah, I I would never say don't go to Jared's for custom jewelry. But at this point, I'm starting to say maybe we should not have picked them mm-hmm. to do this. You
0: know, I, I the one thing I will say
1: is that taking
0: the things that Ashley and them wanted, had it been welded correctly, I would have said it was a masterpiece.
1: Oh, it was a masterpiece. It, beautifully done.
0: They did everything
1: we asked for to the T. But... They didn't give you the correct
0: supports. They lost your ring. And I guarantee that because they lost your ring, that's why it was such a crappy weld
1: job in the first place. Because they
0: had to do it last minute mm. and try to get it back to you guys in time. One of
1: my coworkers, she used to do welding for a living. And she looked at it, it literally when it broke in the office. And she's like, it's a cold cast well. And I was like, well, what does that mean, Rhonda? And she's like, what it, they do is they heat up one end of the metal. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately, once it gets hot enough to a melting point, they slam it against the other cold part yeah. of it and they cold cast it. Mm-hmm. They don't take the welding torch and blend it together. Which it's, is what they're supposed to which do. Which is what they're supposed to do. She's like, they literally just heated up the bottom and slammed it down on the middle and that's why I had an indentation mm-hmm. of it being pressed into it. It wasn't actually like soldered through. So she's like, it's a cheap way to make something cast yeah and she's like it's a bad weld Mm -hmm. that's that's all it is is you got a bad weld
0: and now you send it back to be corrected and they've
1: done so much weird shit to it that (laughs) I wonder if they did another cold cast, and then they tried to like blend weld it, and that's how they've heated. Because there's not that much gap between the no. halo and the actual bands. No. And that makes me nervous, because those gemstones are not replaceable no. gemstones. Those gemstones, I have pink sapphires, um, chocolate diamonds, and a Russian alexanderite. And if anybody knows anything about jewelry, you know that those colors of those gemstones mm-hmm are hard to come by. A Russian Alexanderite of that magnitude, like, I got a big one, guys. You just can't find those anymore. No. They're not there. Um, We would be able to be... We would most likely be able to replace the... um, The other stuff, The chocolate diamonds, and we might be able to replace the purple sapphires, because those can be lab-made. See, but here's the thing, Um, and this
0: is just the... um, this That's is the
1: principle of it all. At this point,
0: this is just the angry woman in me coming out. Mm-hmm. The I don't care about customer service anymore. Woman in me coming out. If they do anything to damage those gemstones, I would come after Jared for everything that company <laughs> owns. Okay? I mean, I love like, Bill to
1: death, but if I came in there I'd be like, you ruined things that I can't replace, and Bill and be. Bill knew yeah. the magnitude of those stones. I guarantee you, he would be livid mm-hmm. himself. But and he's just one person. Don't get me a new stone, though, yeah. Bill. <laughs> so, I don't Damn. know. I
0: feel like that's like a tandem wine as just like a friend. Seeing her friend go through something like that, like
1: it makes me upset for her. And then obviously like Ashley has to just go through it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's an item and items can be replaced. But this is one of those items that, like you said, we've we've put so much of ourselves into it like i custom made his wedding band Mm -hmm. his wedding band is something i mean it 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 might find its equal out there in style but the things that i've added to it are it's from the heart it's It's, unique yeah and you know i hope his ring never gets damaged to the point where we can't we can't fix it like the one that what we're going through now because i think i might literally lose my shit
0: yeah well, and that's why I was so nervous about getting my ring even resized. Mm-hmm. Um, so this ring, my dad made for my mom, and they—I, I mean, I'll post a picture of it. It's—it's it's not the fanciest ring to ever grace the planet, but, but my dad
1: pretty. hand designed it for my mom. Yeah. And it means something different when you hand design something or you hand pick something. I, I literally told them, I said, if you guys do not think you can do this,
0: mm-hmm. please let me know. I do not want this ring altered if it's going to ruin it. I don't want anything else added to it. I don't want the stones taken out. I want this ring. Right. And if I can't have it, I will buy a whole different ring for myself and I will keep this on a necklace somewhere. I was like, don't mess with it if they don't think yeah. it. So, like, the guy took hours measuring it making sure and then he was like don't even worry about it i know we can do this because i was only bringing it up like i think half a size Mm -hmm. so and they took care of me but
1: mine was we had it what they did is we did a um wax mold cast we did digital, we did digital drawings and then we did a wax cast of the digital drawings. Mm-hmm. So I actually got to put the wax cast kind of on my finger and like see what it would look like yeah. prior to it. And his, he had the same thing with his too. And I mean, it turned out exactly like the cast was, but it's just like, I don't understand to warp something like that. What are you doing? Are you literally putting the freaking like torch up against it and trying to weld? Like they're just being sloppy. They're being sloppy. Mm. I really wanted my ring really really bad.
0: And you know what? I I know some of you out there might be thinking, hey, guys, this is a book podcast. Why are we talking about Jared's like this? Um, If you guys get together for your book clubs and you guys don't talk about what's going on in your lives for a little bit, I don't think you're book clubbing right. Like, that is too professional of a book club to just be like, okay, guys, let's talk about the book. and Nothing but the book. Nothing else. I think that's part of the reason that when we did this podcast name and we were coming up with names Mm -hmm. for the podcast, it's not book club it's not book and dine it's not mm-hmm. anything to do with book in the name it's wine and
1: dine because that's what we do at our book club yeah we we have all this food that's pretty much spread out in front of us food we and have wine. and we had our wine with us but it's also
0: our girl session where we can talk yeah.
1: and whine about
0: stuff in our lives
1: that we don't necessarily get to talk about on a
0: regular basis it's it's like you have, the you have time yeah
1: and it, we did talk about books don't get us wrong we talk about books all the time all the time <laughs> However, it is therapeutical to be with a group of people that might know what you're going through, or might not know what you're going through, but at, at least we will listen. sit there and listen yes. and let you get it out. I don't know how many times I've gone to book club, like just ready to go, guys. Like, I need to rage, Give like me a minute. I just need to rage. I need to get this. I need to purge this. And my girls would just be like, "Go, you have the floor." Yeah, like we pour what, the wine. We lay that yeah. <laughs> just listen. go, and then somehow we always get back on topic about books. Yeah. So I will say I think that there was one day I don't
0: remember what upset me. Mm-hmm. All I remember is crying with you and Tia, and I was just really upset about something. We didn't talk about anything bookish. We mm-hmm. just poured wine, and you guys let me cry for a little bit. Yeah, guys. Sometimes that's okay. We will always because we are a Book club podcast will always attempt to talk about books. But if you guys get together as a book club and somebody's going through something and you just need to have a girls' night, screw book club. The book can wait. The book will be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your friends need you. So yeah. that's our wine. Yeah, our very long <laughs> intro wine. Um, it, it was necessary. It was. And so if you thank guys... you for listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: requests request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine.
0: Uh, if you guys stuck with us, you're the true MVPs. <laughs> and if you skipped forward, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the book section Yay! of our November wrap-up. <laughs> I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. This and is this is Wine and, and Dine. Dine. Um, so for November, uh, on our wrap-ups, we're going to do... Mostly the same thing with a little twist. Um, For those of you guys that have been following us on Twitter, uh, about a month or so back, we put up a post and we were like, hey, guys, we want short stories. And we've gotten a lot of reviews from people that are like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to write an original story for you guys. I've got so many ideas. I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah, and that's what we want. Thank you. I didn't
0: even need it to be an original. You could have sent it to everyone on the planet. I still would have read it for you guys. But um, that's really neat, and I love that. Um, That's what I was
1: hoping for. I'm going to be honest. I kind of wanted original works.
0: I'm I'm excited that it's going to be happening. So basically what we want to do um is depending on how many we get maybe we do one an episode maybe we do an entire episode dedicated to them maybe we only make them part of our end of the month wrap-ups we'll figure out how we want to do it Mm -hmm. and maybe it could be something that evolves but we wanted to do um, a short story that no one has sent to us yet right um we have gotten a couple responses from you guys but we just want to kind of collect a couple before we do that but um i found a website called if my phone will pull up short dash story dot me. And it's literally just a collection of short stories of all sorts of genres. Ooh yay. And so I'm going to read one of the short stories today to you guys, giving all props to the author. Um, which is exactly what we will do when we mm-hmm. um start getting it's about all you of your guys. guys' stories too. Yeah. You guys listen, and you guys are a part of the book club, but we are not authors. We are not writers. Maybe one day in my fifties, that's what I'll do when I retire. Uh, but it's not something that we do right now. You know, no. we blog, we review, we drink wine, and we wine, and we wine, and we dine, and we dine. <laughs> but we really want to give props to people because not everyone out there is the super popular published author that can afford to have people you know the
1: have cool peeps like us talk about their books all day so we want to give you guys
0: some advertisement we want to get your stories out there because and and maybe you guys have this huge book one day Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll get to that but short stories you know that are maybe under 10 minutes long is something that i can actually read to our audiences and get your um get your words out there and and stuff like that so i'm just i'm excited I think the first one I want to have maybe Ashley read. Okay. Because I just feel like she has this really nice.
1: We were debating on who had the better voice, honestly. I think it's you. Um,
0: I, which is funny because I don't feel like a lot of people would have expected me to be like, hey, let's choose the girl with dyslexia to, to read the short stories. But her voice is just very calming. Mm. And I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll see, but um, first, obviously, we're gonna start it. Um, our wrap up our regular way by telling you what we were able to read this month, um, mm-hmm, and also mm-hmm. a little bit about what we got for our birthdays. Because if you guys recall, November was birthday month, um, and I got I got some cool stuff. Did you? Um. So now that the tickets are finally here, I can tell everyone. Um, Jesse got me. Yeah, you know what. I'm gonna end his, cause I think Jesse got me probably yeah. one of the most thoughtful slash exciting gifts I have ever
1: received. Oh, I want to hear. I don't think I've heard about this one yet.
0: Let me. T- I'll tell you about the little stuff. Okay. And then I'll get very excited for my hubby. Mm-hmm. So, um, my family is uh very good about. Uh, accepting my Harry Potter obsession so this year my cousins got me socks that say um, master has given Dobby a sock Dobby a spree and they're like really comfy wool socks so like I'm really excited for that my aunt custom made me a tumbler it has the marauders map on it and on the back it says I solemnly swear I am up to no good on the bottom it has the platform nine and three quarters symbol and it has my name on it in the Harry Potter lettering so that was absolutely amazing Um, Mm -hmm. and then I also got a couple of gift cards to TJ Maxx and Marshall's because they know that I need to update my professional wardrobe. So my family was pretty cool. My Mm stepmom got me the, uh, the leggings. I think I might've talked about that earlier. She got me the Nightmare for Christmas leggings. So those are pretty cool. Uh, but my husband surprised me Mm -hmm. with tickets to go see My Favorite Murder live when they come to Indianapolis in March. Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. So not only does he listen to me mm-hmm. about what my favorite podcast is. And I mean, it wasn't like I was like, oh, babe, oh, my God. These, you to hear these tickets. Like, I have to go see this. Can we please go blah, blah. blah. It's like he planned it
1: mm-hmm. and
0: bought the tickets. <laughs> so, yeah, in March I get to go see the people that got me started podcasting.
1: How awesome is that? I'm so freaking
0: stoked for it. So, Aww. happy 26th year of life to me. Oh, yay! Yeah. I'm very very excited. Oh that's so
1: sweet.
0: Uh and the books that I'm reading, mm-hmm. the that I read reading whatever. What you uh read? I finished The Hate You Give. Yeah. Uh fantastic. Everything I wanted and more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there weren't I mean I know we've already talked about it in the podcast earlier, but yeah. um after the stuff that I've read, there actually weren't too many other disparaging things uh except for Okay. uh one part which I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but if you guys have seen the movie and uh read the book the scene with um that didn't happen so just know that that's all i'll say about that so if you haven't seen it or read it or whatever yeah it did which i still think it was super powerful and i think that it added a little bit extra to the movie which was kind of cool but um and then uh i'm also finishing up uh right now safe haven which is the book club book of the month or whatever for the Masonic home that I'm reading with
1: the ladies. Okay, cool beans, cool beans. Only two books this month. Snaps. I don't feel like it's that bad. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: So um my family pretty much just gives me gives me money. Hey, that's awesome still. (laughs) That's still awesome. I I wasn't expecting anything honestly because we just got married and they put all that money into my wedding. Yeah. Um I'm most likely I honestly don't know what my mom's going to get me this year. My dad is probably just going to donate to the book money pile. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. Um, David, on the other hand, is taking me out, and he's going to buy me an outfit. Ooh. And then we're going to go to Beef and Boards and see a play. And I know people are coming with me, and it's probably this person standing right across from me with her mm-hmm. h- lovely mm-hmm. hubby. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna go see a play that's based around the Spanish Inquisition. It's Man of La Mancha. I really One ho- of my
0: friends from middle school is starring in it.
1: Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, but I did not know that. I my whole fear was I'm like, God damn! I really hope this is not all in Spanish. No, like that no, was my not. that was my fear. I was like, God damn! It's all in Spanish, and I know no Spanish. It is not. It's called Man of
0: La Mancha. It is a really good musical and uh i'm glad you know
1: more about it than i do because i read the synopsis on beef and boards and i was like oh sweet it's good i promise uh
0: but i have uh i wouldn't call him like a super close friend because like obviously i have not talked to this kid since middle school (laughs) but i grew up with this kid named logan moore and he's in the play so that's cool though
1: good job logan not that you're listening to this but good job but that's gonna be my big kind of birthday outing um and that's gonna happen i think on the 10th when we're going out to do it There, that soon. So, um, and that's happy 28th birthday to me. Yay! <laughs> I'm uh, two years away from being 30. Two years closer to death. <laughs> <laughs> Tall people out there that are 30, I don't believe it's death. It's just one of those, everybody has that age. And I think that they're afraid of. That they're afraid of. And to me, turning 30 is, is going to be mine. Do like, I want to know something really weird. What? I'm not afraid of 30
0: what are you afraid of I'm specifically afraid of 38 what I don't know I was just because you're two years away from 40 yeah maybe I don't know I was just thinking about it because someone mentioned that to Uh me like oh you're 26 you're almost 30 does that scare you I was like no and they're like would you be afraid of 40 and I was like probably not and they were like okay so what would you be afraid of and I was like for some reason the age 38 (laughs) really weirds me out I don't know why
1: because you're like halfway. I don't know. Like I don't know. I I know I don't know what it is, but it's like maybe it's because I'm going to be the first one in our friend group to hit 30. Yeah. You're going to be the Rachel of our friend group. I'm going to be the Rachel of your friend group. Yeah. Uh wait, I thought I was Monica.
0: I mean, you are, but in this sense, you're the Rachel of our friend
1: group. Okay, fine. I the either- <laughs> Oh no! What did we put you as? We did we put you as yeah, Chandler? No, we put him as Chandler. Did we? We had to put him as Chandler. I thought we thought we were James gonna Chandler. have a hybrid. I thought he was gonna be like our hybrid one. He might be our hybrid one. Anyways, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. I, I for me, thirty is that age where I'm just like wigging out, and I'm just like I can't fathom it. Like I cannot put my 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 brain cannot imagine this person being. 30. Well, and
0: it's going to go by so quick. Like, we mm-hmm. don't feel like 30 is going to happen this very second. No. But it may as well Maybe be. Maybe
1: it's the fear that when, when I turn 30, I'm not going to get a blowout party. It'll end up like a few years back where it was just you, me, and David eating a Papa John's pizza and trying to figure out how to use the oven to bake the pie that you specifically ran out that night yep. to buy yes, because... David mistook it as, oh, that's right. We have to get Ashley a cake. And you're like, Ashley hates cake. She
0: doesn't like cake. She wants a pie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, like, you guys had all these big dreams of people coming over to my house and selling. I think it was when I turned 25. Yep. And, like, we had all these big, like, hopes and dreams. And, like, nobody showed up. And you guys were so mad.
0: (laughs) Hey, but you know what? That was just extra pie for us. So...
1: (laughs) yeah but i remember you being livid because you even called jesse and you we're like where are you and jesse's like oh i'm with such and such yeah, and you're so and so and you're and you're like you're supposed to be at ashley and, and well, david's he was like well
0: i just figured that other people would show up so i figured i could come late
1: and that's when you pretty much like nobody showed up yeah. and he's like oh shit mm-hmm. <laughs> i it am was on just, my way it wasn't
0: necessarily poor planning it was almost just like it was poor timing all around because mm-hmm. we invited a lot of people, and then those people either ended up. I think a couple of them got sick. Mm-hmm. One of them, uh, if I remember right, was actually in a car accident like earlier that day. Yeah, and then a lot of other people just kind of like ghosted. Mm-hmm. Super rude. Super super, super rude. Super rude. But I mean, I'm never one to turn down a challenge, so I did <laughs> eat that whole pie
1: just in case you guys. We were did, wondering. and we had a. It was a really fun night. So. It was.
0: I mean, sometimes I like a blowout party, but like sometimes like with for for my 21st or whatever mm-hmm. we didn't do a, like we invited a lot of my friends that i would have invited mm-hmm. to my 21st or whatever or not 21st mm-hmm. you know what i mean 26 whatever this year is mm-hmm. um to our little halloween party that we co-hosted with some friends and that yeah. was it like yeah. you
1: don't you know don't, yeah, it was one, one of those like you know some some birthdays aren't as big as other birthdays so like i definitely you know when i hit 30 i think i actually want to throw a party party because mm-hmm. I'm going to need something to help me get through that that day. But um, the books that I'm reading or that I've read is I finished Gemina. Finally. I finally finished it. It took me. Although that book is huge. That book is monstrous. And what I did is I actually uh, downloaded the audio book and I did it that way and it was much easier. Well, that and you have an hour both ways to listen to it every day. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I I did that and then I'm working through Escaping from Houdini.
0: Okay. Because I know that you said that you wanted to finish that like whole series or whatever, right?
1: Yeah. Guess what, folks? There's gonna be a fourth book. Oh shoot! I know, what? I know. It just came out. She just notated it, um, like a few weeks ago. Okay. So it was one of those. Did like, she say what the title of it was gonna be? No, she didn't. There's no title at all. She said that she rewrote the ending to this book seven times. Oh. So she changed it a lot from so if if you, if you any of you went to BEA or BookCon this year um, she had her um, an arc there at one of the tables. The ending in the arc is different than the ending in the physical book so make sure you get the actual physical book copy and read it because that's why she's making another book. Do you guys remember those choose your own adventure books?
0: Yeah. I feel like when a writer has to rewrite something on several different occasions they should just make it one of those like uh, choose your own adventure endings. Mm. Um, one of the favorite plays mm-hmm. I have ever seen in my whole life is called The Mystery of Edwin Drood. Drood. Oh. Drood, sorry. The reason I love that mm-hmm. is that the audience chooses the ending. Ooh. The cast has to memorize one of seven different endings, and the audience chooses who done it, and then that person steps forward and they're like, You're right, I did do it, and here's how I did it, <laughs> kind of thing. And yeah it's kind of like clue Mm. um and uh i I, that's part of the reason that i loved it Mm -hmm. is because all of the endings are equally spectacular oh my gosh it just depends on which
1: one you pick oh my gosh that's cool i i know since we're going and seeing a play for my birthday i literally was like we were talking about it um as he was showing the the little clip thing to me on beef and boards i was like man this brings me back to when i would go to um canada and i've seen some really weird plays when i was in canada and i was like there's one this one greek play called electra and it was really bizarre because it was all female cast and that you know a lot of greek plays have a mixed uh between men and women so you have all these women playing all the roles and some of them are supposed to be really really masculine and some aren't and so like which is completely
0: opposite yeah like most of your old shakespearean plays
1: yeah so that was really really cool and it was done in a roundhouse so if you ever been to a roundhouse um basically you're in a round theater kind of like how the globe is set up and you have the um stage in the bottom Mm -hmm. and what they did is they literally pulled out the whole floor and put sand gravel so it was like almost like what you would see back in Greece oh so like the scuffles you dirt would be kicked up between them oh. and like it was it was pretty cool but the story of Electra is really 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 messed up okay like messed up I mean, Is it like a book
0: that we could find, or do you think it's just in I, play form?
1: I believe it's part of the Iliad and the Odyssey, I think. it's like Oh, like, some a, like a retelling, really? or? I, it's, it's not a retelling. It's a Greek play called Electra. Okay. But to have an Electra complex, do you know what that means? No. It means that you have a thing for your dad. Oh, so it's
0: kind of like an Oedipus complex, but...
1: Reversed. Okay. So yeah, that's why it's a little weird. Um, I remember that one really vividly in my mind. And then as we were leaving to go get dinner, I was like screaming up a storm because there was another play that I saw that same year that was bizarre. And it was based on the wife of the art in from the, I think it was the 1950s. When Art, um, the dictator of Argentina, and I can't remember are, are her name. Are you talking about Evita? That one, yeah, that right there. That's like
0: a huge musical starring Madonna.
1: I and and I saw it in Canada with not Madonna. Adam. Oh my God,
0: Evita is fantastic. Side story, real quick. <laughs> OK, so Jesse and I are huge theater nerds and uh-huh. uh, specifically like musical theater nerds. Mm. And so all there of a you're sudden, David.
1: I found out what the name of the play is.
0: <laughs> all of a sudden I brought up Don't Cry For Me Argentina. Yes. Like yes. Singing, yes! singing apart from it at random or whatever. Oh. And he was just like, oh, I remember that play. That's the one with all the Egyptians. Right. <laughs> and I went, what? 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 what are you it there's took no me, egyptians it took me a minute for me to realize that he was confusing evita with aida <laughs> because aida is a story set in egyptian times between mm. like slaves and upper class and i was just sitting there like
1: no, no no i'm so ashamed to be married to you right now there's another one that i saw where it was really famous, and I'm trying to remember. I loved it. I thought the play was phenomenal, and it had one of the guys that I just, like, I, there's two gentlemen every year that no matter what the play is, if they are a lead role in that, I go and see it. Okay. Um, And he was in it that year, and it's the one that, um the famous song from that is Bring in the Clowns. Oh, uh and I can't remember that oh, to save my soul. Yep.
0: Barbara Streisand.
1: Yes. Uh. Bring in the clowns. And I, I came back from that. They vaca- I came back from that trip, literally singing that every single day to the point where I think I almost made my husband pull his hair out because it was like, I'd only sing like the baseline to it where she's like, blah, 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 bling in the clowns.
0: Yeah. A little <laughs> night music. A little night music. There God. you go. I'm so ashamed that I couldn't remember that one. It's okay. All right. At least I did not think that Evita was the one with all the Egyptians in it. So no, good job, babe.
1: <laughs> but it was like it was very well done. But the weird thing about it was is that like it, it was very much. It wasn't. They did they did it on a smaller scale, so they didn't do like all the huge Broadway mass production of Evita. They they like toned it down yeah. towards like a bare minimum of I stuff. That. Yeah, and it was just it, it's a different. Different thing, a different so, vibe, different sure. vibe. So,
0: I still think that you're gonna like Man of La mancha It's pretty good.
1: I hope so. It's supposed to be a play within a play. It is. I mean, and I love play about being in a play. Okay, yeah, not okay. necessarily about it, just in set the... within the Spanish Inquisition.
0: It's good. Um. Okay. Okay. Are you ready?
1: Mm, I'm ready. for Short story
0: time. Yes. All right. I will at least let you pick the genre. Hmm. And then I will just pick the first one that comes up in that genre.
1: Let's see. Let's They do... have
0: crime stories, fantasy, general, mysteries, horror, mm-hmm. uh, romance, fan I already said fantasy. Science fiction. Okay. Uh, and that's all I'm seeing.
1: Let's do science fiction. Science
0: fiction. Let me find one. All right. This one is called Snarge.
1: Oh Lord, am I going to be able to pronounce all this stuff? I don't know. There
0: you go. Let me make sure that. Yeah, this is not a long story at all. This is a very short story. Okay, give I'm it. So hair. ready for this. Give it here. Make hair. sure that you give
1: it. Give it props to the author too. Okay, this is written by, Majiko M A J O K I. Majoki. Majoki. <laughs> So, and it says it has 342 hits, which I guess that might be views. Views or likes, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if we
0: like it here. And remember, guys, this is on short-stories.me. dash Yep.
1: All right. Snarch, what do you think we hit? Can't say. We went through the crit- critter. La, 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 la. the critters pretty fast. I've never seen anything quite like that flock, multicolored, almost metallic looking, circling in a protective formation. Very strange. Well have we'll have to wait until the techs evaluate the snag. Snarg? I can't Is avoid. that the snarge? Is it snarge? Yeah, I, that's how I want to say I wanna say snag almost. Like it's like they try to say S N A R G the snarg when we wrap it back to base snarg. Surprised you didn't learn that in your training. Snarge is the remains of a mid-air strike. Nasty stuff. There's not always a lot left after a collision when we drop out of intergalactic warp and enter a planet's atmosphere, but we learn things that we but we learn things from what we hit. Our sensors determined about a dozen separate shnar- separate strikes, some organic, but mostly advanced polychrome syn- synthetics. Doesn't that seem a bit odd? Maybe, like I said, the text will, will run an analysis when we return. We can't really worry about a little snag or snarg at this point. It happens on almost every mission. Aren't you concerned about damage to our craft? Instruments Instruments reads fine. You should have had someone else read this one day. Okay. I'm I'm more concerned about contemplating the mission. After all, it's a monumental operation to make first contact. This is a new world. Our first outreach in this Primitive solar system, so we don't want to disu- disappoint those poor planet locked trams, Termins? terrans, t e r r a n s, trans, trans? trans. Terrans. terrans, terrans. I don't know science fiction. Science fiction. <gasps> oh my god! Sorry. And I don't think a little red, white, and blue snarg on our ship is going to put them off end wait, is that it yeah <laughs> wait oh my just said God end it just it says end, end. You, i bet it is i bet that's the end of read it the sci-fi equivalent of the mark twain story about the steamboat driver and his and his i'm sorry i don't no. read well it's not it no no joking though guys read that because there's some words in there that i was like what the hell is the spelling on this shit
0: so i see it basically what they're saying is that they're trying to make first contact with planets so they're going mock like warp speed Mm -hmm. and when they come out of warp speed a lot of times they figure out that they've either destroyed other ships other beings (laughs) other animals other whatevers that are in space and so they maybe try to look into it To find out what they destroyed Mm -hmm. as a a means. So it's almost like shoot first, ask questions later. Like we'll just go through it. And then if we hit something, maybe we (laughs) learn something, maybe we don't.
1: Yeah. Snarg.
0: Snarg. Snarg. Snarge? The story almost kind of sounds to me almost like.
1: Uh, I feel like it needs a British accent.
0: Yes! All I can think of is like the British coming over to the Americas and being like, oh, a couple of Indians died? Oh, well, we're trying to create the new world here. Can't worry no, about that. No, I meant that. like, I feel
1: like if if anything, the narrator needs what to be British. You know, can't say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to do, Did No,
1: British! <laughs> I
0: was gonna feel like the Beatles just crash land on Earth. That's. I, can't say. Uh, I do the
1: crash pretty fast.
0: I can't, I, like, my voices are
1: weird. Uh, also, um, no. saying,
0: quick, th- the fun. <laughs> <laughs> quick thing, if you guys oh have recording gosh. equipment and would, instead of us reading them, like, yeah. to send us snippets of you reading your own story, that's A-OK with us, too. Ooh, there goes my phone. Mm. Just let us know. But, uh, this has been a super long mini-sode mm. wrap-up. Yep. But uh, we're we're like I said we're gonna start doing these little short stories every now and then. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. You guys are gonna love it. Yes, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It's fun, and sometimes they're gonna be weird, and we're gonna sit there and be like, "What? <laughs> what does snarg mean?" Sometimes we don't know if it's snarge, snarg snarg. Snag? snag I don't I don't know. I don't know. I it looked like words. it should
1: have been snag. snag. Like snag. so like when you snag something.
0: I know, but there was a random R in it. I
1: know. Schnar Schnarf. S S N A R G E snarg. And that's Ashley. Snark <laughs> This dyslexic brain is trying to make make heads or tails of that word. And this was wine and dine. <laughs> The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest, or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com. Snark. Snark. Snark.
0: You're saying it the same way with different inflection. Snark. Um, <laughs>
1: snag? Snag? Snurg? Snurg. Shaburg. <laughs> <laughs>